0: Alright guys, welcome to episode 83 of the Different Rentals Podcast, it's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And we are fucking back! And (laughs) we we go over a quick recap of the holidays, Um, we talk uh, briefly about Spider-Man No Way Home, Mm. Uh, we talk about how to with John Wilson just being an absolute fucking banger, Uh, Matrix Resurrections we talk very briefly on. Um... We talk about some bear shit, uh, for a minute, you know, i we mean, get real into fucking bears, uh, and then, and then also, uh, you know, Pokemon mixed with Sims, uh, right. for whatever that's worth. Uh, and then lastly, we touch on how college football blows. Uh, we touch on the NFL playoffs coming up and how our predictions may or may not have faltered. And, uh, you know, we have a brief moment talking about, uh, John Ben, but, but first, Guys, so it's uh it's been a hot minute, but we're back and um mm-hmm. we're going to start this week back with the actually no we're going to do a quick little recap um you know had has anything happened I mean it's been the holidays checking to yeah yeah just checking wanted in to see, to see how um, everything's been
1: going yeah just wanted to see if you know how your holidays went I know it's been three weeks since we last recorded um so just wanted to check you know anything big on Christmas any big presents or anything like that or. Or uh, anything big happened over New Year's, or you know, how you feeling about twenty twenty two? You know, just checking in, just to see how uh, how it all went. So, let's
0: see. So,
1: my son got a, a fucking
0: drum set, and it's like, I mean, it's not like a actual actual drum set, but it ain't mm-hmm. that far off from one either. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like on Christmas, we we set him up, like we set it up. He um, started to use it, and like. It has, like, regular-ass drumsticks. And the first thing he went after was the fucking cymbal, which is, like, the loudest, most obnoxious fucking piece <laughs> on this kit. It's <laughs> got, like, kind of a snare drum, kind of like a tom, and then a, a bass drum with a pedal and a cymbal. And immediately, yeah. just fucking all cymbal, <laughs> like, through the whole fucking house. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's having fun with it. We're It's not too bad. Like, we have it in a <laughs> separate room. Uh, like our laundry room, uh, we have it in there, and we just basically, um, like he, when he wants to play it, he just like opens the laundry room door, shuts it behind him, and then is just in a room by himself, just banging on the drums, and it's like a little more <laughs> quiet. um I also do have a video though of like me being outside in the carport with the doors closed, and like you can still just hear
1: him inside in the, the house, just fucking <laughs> it's out of control. That's Um, awesome. That's that's cool. Yeah. Was that his big present for the year? Well, that was
0: that was one. He got a couple good ones. He got a little uh, kitchen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because he likes to to play cook anytime. There's a like little play kitchen anywhere he goes. So we got him one of those. It's like pretty standard kid gift. Mm -hmm. Um, clothes, outfits. uh, You know, all sorts of little stuff. Nice. Um, But those those are the big ones off the top of my head.
1: Nice. Cool. What
0: about yourself? Did you get your job? <laughs> uh,
1: no, I didn't I didn't um no 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 big presents over here on my end for me. It was mostly I mean just like a bunch of little things, right? Mm-hmm. Like the years of getting big presents are kinda of gone. Um even from you know, even from, from Sydney, it's just like little things like um, you know, she got me like a like a a nice shirt I wanted and you know, for my cousins I got you know, you get like nice socks or candles, which you know I, I really appreciate now. Um, so you get just a bunch of like little things, cash from some, from like your aunts and cousins and stuff. And so um, it was really nice. Yeah, I was down in um, South Carolina. Well, I'd say South Carolina, but it's really Tabor, C- Tabor City, right on the border of mm-hmm. North and South Carolina. Um, and so we were there for Christmas, and and that was nice. But it was it was weird, you know, because we had that whole week basically from you know Christmas Eve to new year's eve it was like warm so it was really weird it didn't feel like christmasy even right. though I, I liked that it wasn't cold but it didn't feel like that usual like oh shit it's cold get inside bring the presents inside kind of feeling right um, yeah but uh yeah, so, yeah, my christmas was good and then you know the rest of the week in, the week in between the fucking phantom zone week um i was at home for a little bit and i was back in raleigh and then it was my birthday but uh, even my birthday you know nothing too crazy just a dinner and then some time with some friends at, at their house but yeah just uh Oh, nothing too wild and then same thing you know for my for <clears throat> for my birthday you know i got uh like video games and then i got a couple of uh 4k uh, movies and stuff so it's just like you know little things that people know i like but no yeah no no big like you get another oh copy my... of
0: the matrix in, the
1: <laughs> <laughs> in a different kind of format <laughs> uh yeah the 3d format uh no i actually got uh, back to the future yeah, Back oh, okay. to the Future was the one I got, and I, I've I been meaning like, to buy it, but yeah, finally. I got feel
0: it. like that's one that uh, just through following you on Twitter, I feel like I've heard that you uh, you believe that to be the perfect movie.
1: Oh yes, yes, it's my favorite movie of all time, and the reason I so you know I've been buying 4K discs for like a year and some change. now. Actually, a year since because I got my PS mm-hmm. uh, my PS5, um, so I have like you know thirteen or fourteen Blu-rays now. But the reason I hadn't bought it was because the only way for you to buy it in 4k is if you buy the whole trilogy like as a, well, a box set which i hate i hate doing that i hate i i, I it, it's kind of weird like it's like when you see those um dvds at walmart and it's like the studio and they all have the same type of cover and i'm like no that's right. not the official cover i hate that right so yeah so same thing with this we like I, I i don't like I just want I'm like I just want like the single. It's kind of like um book readers hate when a book when a movie uh based on a book comes out and the book cover is them like a movie, right? right. It's like the movie poster and like it's like that. And so uh, my friend Andy got it for me and he was like I'm gonna go on a limb and say that you didn't get this because it was only available in the trilogy, and you wanted it on your by your by its own. And I was like, oh, yes, you read my mind. That is exactly that is exactly why I don't want to have Back to the Future on, Blu- on, Blu- on Blu-ray, <laughs> and it's the same reason I don't have Spider-Man Two on Blu-ray. Is because I just want the standalone, just movie disc, just like leave it alone, just clear cut. Um, but yeah, so I got um, yeah, Back to the Future, my favorite movie of all time. Um, and I've seen it so many times, and it, it is—it's it, like it's like up there with like you know, like I've said before, like the Matrix, and um, a couple other ones I can't think of off the top of my head that I would consider a perfect movie. Like you, you can't, like you, everything is like at, at its peak. Everything's running on ten out of ten.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, those are those those are pretty solid. Um, uh, so for me personally, for Christmas, I did get one like giant gift that I was like very mm-hmm. surprised by. Um, I got a set of golf clubs, which are nice. pretty expensive. Um, and then I also got, uh, my wife got me, uh, tickets to a Tom Segura show. Uh, so, uh, you know, a week from tomorrow, wait, no, a week from today, um, I will be going, as of the time of this recording, I'll be going to a Tom Segura comedy
1: show in Durham. That's awesome, um, dude. Is it at a uh, DPAC at Durham? I think it's Durham, yes. Durham Performing Arts. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah, I like it there. I've uh, I've only been a couple times. I went to see Trevor Noah there and I saw, what did I see? Oh, uh, Book of Mormon. But only those two. And I've been here, you know, however many years. But it, it's a great venue. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm
0: definitely excited. I've never actually been to a comedy show. So it's uh, I'm excited to go to one once. Tom Segura is probably one of my favorite comedians. That's awesome, um, dude. So, yeah, I was super happy with that. Um, and then, you know, obviously just a couple other small things here and there and, you know, cash and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I so my work, I had, I had Christmas Eve, which was Friday, I had Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve off and we were supposed to get two days for Christmas. So we had the Monday after Mm -hmm. off as well. And then we had Friday for New Year's off. So there was, you know, Tuesday through Thursday in that middle week in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, so actually had planned it out to use three days, um, those three days. So I basically had the whole, from Friday to the following Monday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or like a whole week and a half basically off. And uh, that was super weird. And I got to say, it has made this week extraordinarily shitty.
1: <laughs> like I mean, after not was... working
0: for a week, bro, I'm back at work just You're like, pissed. what the fuck is this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I had the same two. I took off yeah, Friday and they gave us... No, I took off Thursday. They gave us Eve, and they gave us the 27th as day, which I, I, I mean, I've never seen a... I've, I've been working, you know, basically you know, my, my whole adult life, and I've never seen them give us, like, the 27th in, for the 25th. And, but I was like, I'm gonna t- I mean, thanks, so I'm going to take it. But it was the exact same, because then I returned the next two days, and I was like, oh, man, this fucking sucks. And especially because, especially if you return, like, that week in between, because I don't know if it was for you, but my work... You know, it's like half, it's like half work, right? Where, like, I would send an email those two days afterward. I'd be like, hi, hello, blah, 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 to, like, a listserv for the company that we work with. Half, I would get, like, half of the people on that listserv, I would get an automated uh, an email back. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, see you in 2022. and be like, well, then what the fuck am I doing? Because it's right. like, then, like, what are any of us doing here? We should get the rest of the whole week off. Because if, like, half the people can't do anything, then it's like, well, I'm just sending emails into the void that is, you know, next <laughs> right. next Tuesday, right? Yeah, but um, but yeah, but yeah, no, good, good to hear that you had a good break, and uh, yeah, same, same over here, just relaxing and and watching shit and hanging out. Yeah. So speaking of watching shit, it looks
0: like you used our two week break wisely. Uh, yeah, like I got a bunch of just... stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, primarily the big movie that we actually we were you know we were talking about right before we left, um, Spider Man No Way Home. Um, Which I did did not you not get, get a chance to see? You didn't so get a chance we're to have go. To
0: keep this pretty spoiler free if possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, um, I went to see it, I think it was the, the day after um, that we had talked about, going to, I mean, it was the last time we recorded, um, and I saw it at the Marbles IMAX mm-hmm. in downtown Raleigh, and then, that was that Thursday, and then it was awesome. It was really, really good. I gave it, so, it's interesting because I give it a five out of five because I do these little Instagram reviews mm-hmm. for movies I go see in theaters, and, you know, the whole ride home, Sydney was like, what are you going to give it, what are you going to give it? And I was like, well... Like, it's weird because, like, I had the the best time in the movie theater in 2021 going to see it, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, that was so fun. Like, I, I I was like, but I can't, like, isn't that, like, why I wanted to go see it? Like, isn't that why, like, I go to the movies to feel like something, right? So I was yeah. like, well, I gave it a five out of five. And I, and I remember I, in my review, I made it, like, an extra long one. I was like, look, this is somebody who has been watching a fucking Spider-Man movies or has been obsessed with Spider-Man movies for 19 years now. No, it, as of today, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. since the first one. So I'm not going to give you like just like a straight normal like hi hello. You know, here, you know, <laughs> that cinematography wasn't that great. Like I'm not because that's not what I was looking for in this one. Right. Um but it was great. I mean the last third I was just like let's go. Like people were losing their shit in theaters as I'm sure you've seen on Twitter and stuff and um it has great surprises, it has great action. Um some of it some of the action is is fine, but there is one great sequence um, in the middle that I think works because it is clearly done like practically, like on a set with right. like, shit breaking and glass breaking and like the, the actual actors there. Um, which is awesome because sometimes I feel like with some of these Marvel movies, they'll be like, Oh shit, suit up. And then it's just yeah. CGI fest. Right. Which is right. cool. You know, it looks great. And then, you know, if, if you do it well and the camera action moves well, then it, you follow it. But if it, but it's nothing like when you see like, when you watch it, dude, eventually, when you get to that scene and you watch that scene you're like that's it like it just dings it immediately and you know it and you are like that was awesome mm-hmm. um but yeah spider man no way home and so yeah i saw it that thursday and then about a week later i saw it again with my brother in um high point we went to see it in at the regal and high point and imax again um and by that point you know you don't get the, the main crowd so you know there was a little bit of a buzz but it wasn't like that first um right thursday night but uh yeah it's fantastic yeah you, i mean I'm sure, um, you know, at this point people have made up their mind whether they're going to see it or they have seen it or they're not going to see it at all. So I don't think I'm going right. to change any minds at this point, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, um, it's pretty much the only thing that's keeping movie theaters afloat right now. It's like this giant fucking life preserver. Right. Um, because that opening weekend, it made a uh, 260 mil, which is the second biggest opening of all time. Like ahead of Infinity War, ahead of uh episode seven of Star Wars, and um you know, trailing only Endgame and trailing only Endgame by like a lot, which kind of shows how fucking nuts Endgame was. Right. Um but yeah But yeah. then isn't it
0: crazy that like Endgame was the culmination of everything and this is like we just made a small culmination of Spider Man and it was like, Oh yeah, that's the second biggest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I, like, End- we made a small culmination of like one character that was in Endgame and it's like, yeah that's enough that's all we need. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you how much, you know, the, Marvel can spend, you know, decades and, you know, dozens of movies trying to set up these characters so that people love them. And basically you just go, oh, no, no, we got Spider-Man. We got Spider-Man. Um, I don't know if I
0: talked to you about this, but I read somewhere where they were talking about how, God, I cannot remember where I read this, but they were talking about how they think that, like, one of the reasons that Spider-Man resonates so well is because he's the only working class superhero. Like, yeah, he is... He yeah. is Literally, like, he has a regular fucking job. Like, my man delivers pizzas. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly, yes. Like, every other superhero is, like, as relatable as they can be. Like, as much as we want to see ourselves in Captain America as being that guy, or as much as we wish we were as smart as, like, Tony Stark. Like, there's something endearing of being just, like, nah, like, this guy is fucking going to school. You know what I mean? Like, he's fucking working.
1: And I, I think, um, well, you'll, you'll know when you see it, but I think the one complaint or like a major complaint that people always had or have about the Holland movies is that, that he loses some of that. Yeah. Cause he's like a billionaire's like buddy, right? Like he right. has the iron suit and he's always has like all these cool fancy suits, like the black one and the gold one and the, the, like the, um, the, the iron spider one, right? Like all these right. awesome suits and. It's like no, well, like you know, the fun part is him being like the PS4 game Spider Man, and I I, th- I do think this movie tackles that, and I think by the end of the movie when we were walking out, I told Sydney I was like, well, maybe some people will not shut will shut the fuck up on Twitter about that because oh, I think okay. it ends up perfectly where kind of where people will feel satisfied about those angles, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, so right now it's you know it's been out for this is gonna this upcoming weekend is its fourth weekend, so by the time you're listening to this. It will have just ended its fourth week. Um, and it's already the eighth highest grossing movie of all time. And, you know, just ahead of Avengers and just behind Jurassic World, which kind of shows you how fucking nuts Jurassic World was in 2015. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and the, what what's the other movie that? Um, Morbius. Morbius, you know, the one with Jared Leto that was going to oh, come out yeah. in January. Um, that moved to April. So basically f- from now until the Batman and like the first weekend of March, there isn't anything that is like, hey, let's go watch something like, yeah, let's go see blank, right? Or let's go watch the new action movie. It's blank, right? Everything between right. now and then is, you know, sort of like Oscar greedy thing or maybe something like, uh, like comedies or like romantic comedies like the J-Lo one or like Jackass. So between now and then, it has just like nothing to compete against. So somebody was saying, you know, it could end up being just behind, you know, episode seven and Endgame and be the third highest grossing movie of all time. Which right, kind of nuts. Which kind of then you go like, fuck, like if it hadn't been COVID, like and it's just like a straight up movie, like,
0: would the, yeah, it would it have benefited or been worse, right? Like, would it have right, would it have, you know, got slightly lower numbers because
1: people had other stuff to watch it, others, yeah.
0: yeah. But ah, see, nah, I think I think actually, like, I think I literally just answered my own question because like if that movie comes out when people are going to see a movie, who the fuck is out here like? oh well i think i'd rather go watch you know what i mean like right. like who are the people that are that would ever be interested in it that are like choosing something else right exactly. like the only answer at that point is like no we have to watch this you know I mean? exactly exactly <laughs>
1: so, yeah so yeah so yeah so that's uh, spider-man no way home I totally completely recommend it um like but like i said you know at this point people have made up their minds whether they're gonna wait for disney plus or they're gonna go see it you know when there's few people in theaters or they just aren't gonna see it like it, it it's pretty much just sort of uh you know, adding my pebble to the mountain of praise um right. for uh, for Spider Man. The uh the
0: only thing I mean Oh, the only thing I've I've managed to stay away from spoilers. Um I have almost caught some spoilers a few times like mm-hmm. I'll read like the first sentence and be like Spider Man like nope like it just fucking swipe <laughs> like aggressively past it. Um The only thing I have seen Uh, that I uh, haven't been able to avoid. Um, And it's not even, I don't think, a spoiler. Um, But, like, apparently, I've just seen a lot of people talking about Willem Dafoe. And so I assume he's just bananas in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming assuming his pants are sagging off because he's acting his ass off or something. Like, the amount of Willem Dafoe... Like, I ain't seen a single motherfucker talk about Alfred Molina. As Doc Ock, like... Not a single motherfucker <laughs> on Twitter. But I see. I've been seeing Willem Dafoe's face all over Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, you know, this motherfucker must be, <laughs> this motherfucker must be spitting. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, um,
1: he's 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 great in it. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think Sydney and I are gonna go see it one more time. Well, so this upcoming weekend, she got a bunch of like little AMC passes from her family for Christmas, mm-hmm. and so she. I was like, hey, you know, you wanna go see like. Encanto, that Disney movie, or we could go see... She wanted to see Sing 2, and I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. She she loves the first one. Or we could see, like, like an Oscar movie or something. And she was like, yeah, Um, let's go see Spider-Man again. And I was like, oh, okay, damn, all right. <laughs> oh, cool. shit. You think um, you're me. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> you I mean, think you're me. <laughs> I'm excited to go see it again. Yeah, I mean, it, it flies by. It's two and a half hours, but, like, you know, it's like... I think all the movies that I've seen in theaters more than once or twice, or, you know, two or three times, they've all been... Not long movies, but they've been, you know, two plus, but they always fly by. I think, you know, I, I think there are plenty of movies that I've seen three, you know, a bunch of times that I'm like, or that I've seen once. And I'm like, I really liked it. That was really good. But I was like, I have no desire to see that again. Um, So, like, I you know, I watched Endgame three times in theaters, but that's because that shit, you know, flew by. Right. Um, Yeah.
0: So, uh, the one thing I will say is I, mm-hmm. um, I'll i talk about some things I watched. I've only watched, like, two things. And I, mm-hmm. I played one. And... The I'll say I watched one and a quarter of things, which is, um, the reason what made me think of it is, uh, at one point, you know, Julian was just, we were trying to find something other than like, all right. So just if you're, if you're a parent, like, and, and like, like me, you only have a certain amount of tolerance or like energy to like, I'm not like, Hey, fuck out of here, kid. But like at a certain point, I'm like, I just need you to entertain yourself for a minute. Like, I just need a break. So, you know, there's like a general cycle, at least with Julian, of like four things that he'll just cycle between. It's like, oh, he's either into Barney or like this Coco Melon show or like, you know what I mean? Like there's like Mm -hmm. PJ Masks. There's like three or four things that are just constantly in rotation. Um, But he, he, we were just scrolling through something and he saw on Disney Plus a preview for that uh, Encanto. And Mm -hmm, it might be Encanto. Uh, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Either way um Kalen I think watched most of it uh while he was watching it I caught parts of it um and I gotta say like visually it was great obviously because they Uh all look great um but even it was one of the things where I was not trying to watch it at all but like I would catch myself at points like just being caught in watching it. And it seemed pretty good. So, um, I mean, I know she's decided on Spider-Man again, but that movie might be worth going and seeing in theaters. I could see how, based on some of the visual aspects I saw, like how that would be cool in theaters. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. And, like and uh, like Coco, gonna... you
0: know what I mean? Like Coco, yeah, like, there's oh, certain yeah, yeah. moments where it's just like everything's just fucking exploding on the screen. And you're like, oh, right. that's... And we saw that in a theater. But like, even still, if you'd only seen that on TV, I feel like there's moments... In that movie where you go, like, holy shit, I bet that was awesome in a theater. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and there's, I think there's a lot of those uh, in the, that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely we wanted to see it over Thanksgiving, um, but we just didn't get a chance to. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think, well, we and then I was like, when we missed the chance to go, you know, with their family over Thanksgiving, I was like, hey, you know, we could go over, you know christmas time or something or after that or during like the holidays but then they literally put it on disney plus after a month which i felt kind of bad because it's like well clearly they felt like it wasn't making enough money so they were like well just put it on thing we got to keep it rolling right right and so i see a lot of people talking about it on twitter and and and, you know and whatnot just you know
0: um, also that movie got zero marketing i don't i i I had no idea that new movie even came out i just saw it on disney plus also i could be in my own little bubble of like not seeing stuff but like I don't know, I, I feel like I, I see and hear a lot of stuff about movies and that one nothing. I heard, heard Yeah, and I, saw I totally
1: agree. I totally agree. I mean something like um I mean I know it's different from you know, from the pandemic and, and before, but you know, something like Frozen Two or even something like um like Raya and The Last Dragon, when that came out last March, um, you know, it was right around when people were getting vaccinated and stuff. Um but even that I remember seeing like trailers and posters and, you know, a bunch of stuff for it, but not nothing for uh, for this one, other than like, I would see like the, the poster when I went to, when I would go to the movies. I'd be like, oh, that's the new you know the new Disney movie's coming out. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, whenever that comes out, right? Um, so, but uh, but yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's good. I definitely do want to watch it, and I think Sydney and I either will watch it at Disney on yeah you know, on Disney Plus or will um we'll go see it this weekend. Yeah,
0: definitely. And if you see it in a theater by chance, let me know how it is. And if you see it yeah. on Disney Plus. Let me know how urgently I need to go back and actually, like, give watch it my full attention and
1: watch it. <laughs> No, we'll do. We'll do. Uh,
0: the other thing I watched, uh, mm-hmm. just super briefly, was Brave. Um, I don't know oh, why. Thanks. So, I saw a... Alright, this is this is some foolery. Um, I was on my way home and I saw a video on YouTube that was like... You know those GQ videos? It's like, oh, uh... Ugh. Stealing, pickpocket expert rates uh, pickpocket scenes yeah. in movies.
1: Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so I got one of those, but it was archery. And then it brought up the Brave scene. And I was like, this scene seems pretty lit. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Like, it, it." I happened to see it as I was on my way home with dinner and had free time. And, like, it just, it, whim, on a pure whim, I was like, fuck it, I'm watching it. Like, I, like I, I saw a thing. I wanted to watch this briefly. I'm going to act upon it and actually watch this. So I did watch Brave. And it, it's pretty good. I don't think... I think I'd give it, like, a 7.5 out of 10. I, I
1: think
0: it I think it's yes. it's definitely not their best. And I think some of the elements are a little... I think the story beats are good. But I think, like, the way we achieve some of those story beats feels a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like, man, the whole, like, turning into a bear thing is just weird. Like, because yeah, to me, the, the bear has no significance other than just being a thing that, like, her... Dad tried to hunt or kill. You know what I mean? Like like, like a bear is just a thing that was once attacked. And like so like why we put a whole lot of significance in this
1: thing that just felt like a
0: super anecdotal bit. You know what I mean? It's like totally
1: totally agree everything you're saying exactly yep i totally agree like i, I was so i've seen it twice i remember very vividly i've seen it twice because i saw it in theaters when it came out in 2012 and then a couple of years ago my friend was about to go to scotland for like i think for a summer for a few weeks
0: and you're like time to study up on scotland <laughs> and i was like time to get you the real history lesson but uh no
1: so he had us over for like you know for a movie night he was like come over watch you know brave i'm heading out it'll be like a nice little like goodbye thing for a little bit And so when I saw it at his place, I was like, all right, let me see if I feel the same way I felt about it then. Because so when I first saw it the first time, you know, I even back then, I I sort of didn't watch trailers, but the trailers didn't give that much away. I knew that it was like, you know, red, a a rebellious redhead girl. It's like a coming of age, but like in Scotland and like, you know, whatever, like uh, fucking Braveheart times or whatever. Right. And so the movies, and so I, but I didn't know much about it. And so I was, like, ooh, Pixar surprised me because even something like Up, right? Like when you see Up the poster, you're like, oh, he has a house and it's in balloons. But that's all I know, right? That's the right. Life. And I didn't know much else. You know, you don't know about the wife, about the kid, about you know the the dog hunter and all that wacky stuff. And same thing with like Wally. You know that he's a robot who's stuck in space and like that's it, right? You don't. Right. There's no even the posters. There's nothing, right? That's it. And so it was the same for Brave. So I was like, ooh, a rebellious redhead. Boom, let's go. And so I'm watching and I'm like, all right, cool. This is not not terrible. It's not good. And then when her mom becomes a bear, I was like, immediately, I remember feeling in the theater, like instantly, I was like, oh, okay. Because then that's, then at that point, I knew that that's what the hook was going to be, right? Like, that's the story, right? She's like, oh, she's a bear, but she hunts bears and they're going to have to like find their bond, right? Like, I knew that that, I saw the whole movie, the rest of the movie laid out in front of me when that happened, when she comes out from under the tapestry and she's a bear. And I was immediately like, oh... <laughs> okay, well, okay. I mean, that kind of sucks, but I'll, I'll take it. And and that and it was right, right. so You know, they like hey, mom, you can't. Oh my god! And they learn about each other, and then the dad thinks that it's a bear, right? I saw the whole movie right. in front of me, and it's exactly what happened. And so then when I rewatched it a couple years ago, I was watching it, and I was like, all right, let's see if it hits the same way. Let's see if maybe I appreciate it more. Exact same way, right? When that thing yeah. happens, the movie just turns, and you just go, oh. And the thing is, is oh, I, damn. You, that's the thing, though, is that, like,
0: when I said I don't think I hate the story beats, like, that is a very stereotype, like you said, like, the moment it happened, you're like, ah, oh, look, here's all the pieces. Like, I'm okay with that, I think, but, like, I feel like there needs to be more groundwork and more setup to earn that. Like, literally, the only talk of a bear, like, the whole, it's so weird, like, the whole beginning is, like, her being, like, wet off. You know what I mean? And mm. she's against it. And like, that immediately just takes a back seat to her mom being a bear. And I understand it is in service of that goal. You know what I mean? Like, her and her mom need to come to an understanding so that they can uh, uh, fix this problem that they're having. But, like, mm. it's just so weird that, like, again, the only thing we have of the bear is that, like, when they were little, a bear attacked them, and their dad fended off a bear. Like that is the full totality of the bear symbolism in this story. Right. Before her mom's get turned into a bear, like I guess what I. What are the chances that this witch's potion of all the awful animals that it could make her makes her the one animal that her dad had to try and keep her from getting killed by? You know what I mean? And it's like, there's no other... It's not like bears are symbolic in this world as being like... You know what I mean? It's just no fucking wait. If we were in a fucking Hindu movie and they got turned into a cow, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I could at least be like, ah, yes, look all... All the symbolism is behind it. I think I understand why they chose. It. It's like it just you just chose a fucking bear at random. Like <laughs> it could have been a tiger, it could have been a uh, bobcat. Like it's just completely random that you chose exactly.
1: A bear. And, and yeah, and, and exactly. And for the exactly. first hour of this movie, we weren't
0: even talking about fucking bears, other than like the first ten minutes, like the prologue. And, and that, like that, it was just the prologue was bears. Chapters one through three, no bears. All of a sudden, chapter mean, four, that... bears the most important shit in the
1: like fucking yeah, movie. Like, when I, you know, when you, when I first watched it, you know, like when that hook happens and the change happens, your mind immediately goes, "Oh, that's right, the prologue, shit, right?" Because the whole movie, like, <laughs> had been about that. And right. I do think, I, I, I think there was a little bit of a troubled. Um, Production behind it where it was kind okay. of like, I think at one point it was going to be called the bear and the bow, like the bear and like the archery bow. Okay. So that makes more sense than Brave, which is kind of like a weak, just like right title, right? Yeah, so oh, I think, for sure, <laughs> yeah. And so I think for a while there, well, so the same thing happened in Ratatouille, where, you know, a guy came up with the idea, he wrote the screenplay, and they, like, started working on it, and then it just kind of wasn't working. And so they brought in Brad Bird, and he, like, basically redid the whole movie in two years. Mm-hmm. But that's because that Brad Bird is a genius, and <laughs> it's <laughs> right. not that easy, right? You can't just do that with, and no, I, I think, like, three animators can, or three, you know, animation directors can do that, probably Pete Doctor, um, uh, Lee Unkrich and uh, what's his name, Brad Bird, are the only ones who could be could come in at the last second and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a genius. I can just <laughs> I'm gonna just say like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and so I think they tried to do that with Brave again because they were like, "Oh, well, you know, it happened five years ago. Let's try it again." But it just it works fine. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you can see the stitching, right? Right. Whereas something like Ratatouille, you can't. Right. You can see it's like this is not Frankenstein, but it's definitely you. Like you said, it feels patched because they go prologue. Nothing, 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 bear, and then bear. And it's like, um, <laughs> right? And you're, that's and you're what like, like, I guess. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing about storytelling, right? Is that, you know, your mind, you don't actively go, that's where it happens. That's where, that's where the switch happens. But your brain, it's like driving down a road and it, like, the, 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 the what's it called? Like, the, the, the road paintings are slightly off. And you, like, adjust your car to fix them, but you go, huh, those lines are off, right? Like, right. You, you you do it, and you follow along, because you're not going to drive off the road, either, or you're not going to be like, wait, stop, stop, the road's fucked up. You're going to be like, huh, <laughs> road's a little weird. What's yeah, or it's like, huh? yeah,
0: like, uh, the number one example I can think of is that, like, uh, there's an intersection near my work where like as you're going straight if you go straight through the intersection you have to mm-hmm. move to the right a little bit like, yes like, uh-huh yes, yes, just yes. there was median. only that before for me too yep, <laughs> <Okay>. yes, yep. <laughs> it's like all right well like, like huh. every time you're like guess, huh. <laughs> <Like, Yeah. laughs> i guess hmm. i'm just gonna slide around this median but <laughs> this is a pretty shitty design
1: <laughs> <laughs> right exactly but you still get to work right you yeah still get i don't just end story, up in the meeting but... every time I'm like oh, god exactly. damn it <laughs> and i think i think that's brave and, and i think it it's it's a fine movie like you said i think i would give it the exact same what'd you say seven or seven and a half i think yeah, that's exactly right whereas you know because it doesn't do Pixar anything is... wrong i don't think right. like, i don't i'm never i wasn't right. like boo at home after that movie was over exactly, but, uh, exactly. i definitely wasn't
0: like Wow, that was fucking great.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you and I have you had the exact same reaction watching It's so interesting because it's, you know, it's with well, this year, 2020, 2022, it's, you know, been out for 10 years. And it's so interesting, you know, being like, I had that reaction then. And then I talked to somebody years later who's watching it for the first time and he had the exact same reaction. It's like, so, okay, so then that movie is exactly what I think it is. They are who right. we thought they were, right? Um, not, but, bad. No, cool. not, not bad. Not cool. they not bad. <laughs> yeah. could have been better. Could have been better.
0: Uh, yep. Fucked up um but uh so uh do you want to talk about anything else you've watched recently
1: yeah yeah uh so I got, I got a couple more things i'll do one in depth and then the rest i'll just give like quick like 30 second just okay. boom 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 whether or not so the next one that i do want to go in or just describe because i do want people to watch it and it's um it's how to with john wilson okay so i don't know if you remember this but i talked about the first season of this show I so this is the second this. season yeah i you said you do or you don't i do because i saw yeah. this and i was
0: like oh that was that weird fucking show he told me about yeah.
1: and so that was the, you know, the first season was last year it was around this time last year too when i watched it because i remember i had just moved into the apartment i'm in now and i remember that was one of the first shows that that sydney and i watched um and i'm surprised she like watched it because it's not really her type of comedy or like her type of movie but anyway so what it is and like i said last year and i'm going to try to and i'm going to try to describe it and then i'll just i'll explain why the description's hard. It's like a guy who records everything. And he the the framing device of the show is that he's giving like life how to like quote like you know like those books for dummies. Right. But in, like in visual form. But it's not quite what you think it is. So like one of them is like he's like you know you got your batteries at home but you can't really throw them away, right? And you can't really recycle them. So what do you do with them? this episode how to throw away batteries right right and the show of course the episode is not about batteries right, at all exactly. right it goes a completely different way um but so the, the first season was six out of six or no sorry it was six episodes the second season is also six episodes and i'm here to tell you right now that those six episodes are the best season of TV I watched in all of 2021. The, they are the new,
0: the new season, the, the new season, season. Yes, oh, the new. Anyway, yeah,
1: <laughs> they, they are all ten out of ten. Like you end the you, the show ends and you go, that was fucking awesome. Like that was so good, and it's it's unlike any other show on TV. And um, so episode five, just to give you, a so you know he's yeah. You know, Three weeks in, I'm like, I'm telling people who watch it, I'm telling Sydney, I'm like, damn, he's like nailing these. These are all ten out of tens. And then episode five starts, and I'm about like halfway through, and I remember thinking, like, got him, fucking got him. Like he's he, this is thing is like mid, or it's not mid round. Like he, fi- we, he finally didn't give us a perfect episode. so pretty good, but I'm like, right. you know, he couldn't keep it up. I knew it. Like nobody's. Th- and then the last ten minutes just fucking knock you on your ass. And I, <laughs> after the show episode, I was like, or the episode ended, I was like damn i can't believe i doubted him so <laughs> and then the finale just fucking nails it dude it's it's so good um but I, like i was saying you know the reason that i have a hard time with it sometimes is because anytime, the only way that i can the only way that i basically the only way that i can truly recommend this show to somebody is to say just watch an episode because there is no way to describe it without sounding like a crazy person. <laughs> without being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this guy records stuff, and then he, like, does weird shit, and then he has, like, a voiceover, but it's, like...
0: Oh, just so you know, you're, the, the name of the first episode is How to Throw Away Batteries. My answer was, like, you just open
1: up a trash can, and you throw batteries in <laughs> <laughs> there. Fuck all the mornings. <laughs> if, if he talks to people about, like, a recycling, and he goes, like... And it's, it's such a bizarre thing, because it, it's... So, the two biggest differences, I think, between season one and season two is that season one, like, he had all this, like, stock footage, and then the episode, because I'm guessing he didn't have quite as good of an idea of what the show was going to be or, like, the reaction to it, um, he'll do the the skits and vignettes and talk to people and, like, go to places, and then the episode will just kind of end, Mm -hmm. Um, whereas in this season he has like a couple of through lines going through the episode and then at the end, he brings them all together in like like a mm. nice little, like, bow. They feel, it feels much more, like, directed, right? Gotcha. Where it feels much more like, this is a TV show rather than this is a guy who just put a bunch of shit together on TV. Right. And, you, and if you watch it, if you watch a few of the first season and then the second, you kind of know what I'm talking about as they end. You'll be like, that's what he meant. Yeah. And then the second thing that I think is the biggest difference is that he gets a lot more people to talk on camera, like, in the moment. And it is fucking... Nuts, what people agree to just because you have a camera like <laughs> like he'll be like. So, you know, he one of the things is like he, he's talking about throwing away stuff. Like, how do you do when you throw away shit? And he finds like um one of those propane tanks, you know, the ones for helium balloons. Like 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 right, just right. like for parties and stuff. And so apparently you're not supposed to throw those away because if they get crushed by the um garbage truck, they like can explode and like hurt right. the people. You're supposed to call somebody special. And so they call him and the guys come. Like he they, like they just like Randall's just come and they're like, Yeah, we gotta get rid of this and he has his camera and he's like, Well, can I come back with y'all where y'all work? And they're like, Um yeah, sure. So, they just take this random the guy fuck? with them in their car because he asked them. And um, I don't want to spoil one because it is so fucking bizarre, dude. But I'm going to go ahead because maybe this uh, will get people to watch okay. it. So, one episode, he's talking about Bang. You know, like the, the drink, Bang. Yeah, the energy drink, yeah. Yeah. And so, he... He's going to, t- he's like, I want to talk to the CEO. And so he goes to the CEO's house, just, just like, he finds the address and he goes and he walks up <clears> and <throat> he's like, he rings the door, but he's like, hey, hello, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, I'm here to talk to Andy, whatever, about the new flavors of bang. And they go, all right, come on in. And, they the open gate. <laughs> and he's like, and he's literally, he's like, I just walked up and he's like, so I walked up to the front door. I opened the front door. And it was a baby shower. There was a baby shower going on. And everybody's just like staring. And then the CEO of Bang comes out and he's like, Hey, who are you? And he's like, Oh, hi, I'm John Wilson. I'm I'm making a show for HBO. I just wanted to talk to you if you had some time. And he goes, Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, honey, honey. Hey, HBO is here. And it's like this and this guy is just the most the weirdest CEO you can think of, dude. As as this is happening, I'm literally looking over at Sydney and like her mouth is open because this guy just like A, the Bang CEO is weird. Mm-hmm. And then B, it's just bizarre. I was telling, her, I was like, it's insane. Like, he's just the random dude, and they just let him <laughs> in because he has a camera, and he tells them that he works for HBO. <laughs> and B, yeah, it is just weird, dude. It, it, it and the whole season is like that, where like you'll be like, wait, so he let them do he he, he let them they let him do what just because <laughs> he had a camera? It's just so weird, and it's so interesting. And, and like I said, all six episodes. They're all under 30 minutes or just at 30 minutes, and they're all fucking 10 out of 10s, like, must-watch TV. Um, best show I watched all of last year. Like, literally, like, coming in, like, at the last, like, belly flop, like, you know, right at the last second. Right. Best show I watched on TV. I'm trying to tell everybody to watch this because it, it's truly unlike any other thing I've seen on TV.
0: Uh, I feel like based on the nature of the show, it might not be the case. But is there any need, in your opinion, for someone to watch? Do you, do you think someone should watch season one and then season two?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, and me saying that it's the best show, I would say all of the episodes of season one are nine out of tens, except the finale, which is a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. And then all of the ones in this one are all 10 out of 10s. Okay. I think, I think while the first season, the first few episodes are fantastic. I think he is trying to figure out sort of how to do the episode and the finale, he nails it. And Mm -hmm. then that's what he sort of picks up from there. Gotcha. Sort of runs off from that, um. And I honestly, I wouldn't, you know, when the when they announced the second season, I was like, I don't know how he's gonna do a second season. I honestly had no idea how they were gonna do it. And you know, he nails it. It, it doesn't completely reinvent the show. It just takes it to, it expands it, and like it, I said, it feels it. more directed. Yeah, and it like refines it. And it's like, you know, it's it, it's nine out of nine or nine out of ten, like the whole way first season except the finale, which is ten out of ten. And then the rest is just like fucking, just like bang, 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 like it's just six in a row.
0: Okay, All right, awesome. Um, I might I might watch that. I might uh, I might start watching those just to get caught because it's
1: only 30 minutes, it's not too big of a time commitment and uh you know no and they're and they're light like you know like sometimes i feel like people sometimes go like sydney she's she's i, I keep telling her to watch reservation dogs which i talked about a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago here and it it's a comedy but it, you know it's a, it's a little bit of a dramedy like there are some heavier subjects and stuff and so she's like i will to watch it eventually and she'll watch like housewives or some bullshit right <laughs> yeah. which i understand it's a hard time right like you know yeah. it's, it's, shit's bleak you know you want some light stuff so but i would say that this like she was down to watch i mean she watched all of season two with me right like it was gotcha. you know super easy to, to, to um get through. So, um, yeah, it's not heavy. It's not bleak. Um, you know, Kalen might like it. It's not at all like heavy or anything. It is peculiar. You yeah, know, it's peculiar. It's really, yeah, it's not. odd. Yeah, but, it, it, but it's not like Napoleon Dynamite where you're like, go get it. He's being wacky. He's talking to the llama or something. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a good peculiar. Like, right? it's not like some Wes Anderson like, look at myself. I, uh, I'm so aren't I cute. Aren't I just the cutest little thing? Uh, like like fucking what is it called twee or whatever i don't know what the, like the word but if you can like if you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. cutesy like it's not that at all it's 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 different but it's not it's not it's not like, different
0: for the sake of being different it's just right like exactly exactly
1: and you watch it you won't be like what the fuck am i watching what is this fucking pretentious bullshit like it's a little off kilter but i think it's hardest in its right place
0: yeah also i will uh need you to tone down on the napoleon dynamite hey that shit's a banger <laughs>
1: um, I mean, it, I like it fine, but sometimes, you know, like, it's like one of those things, like, if you were to show it to, like, a person who's never seen it, they would be like, wait, so... Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, what is All this?
0: right, so Napoleon Dynamite falls in the same category as Hot Rod for me, which is, for some reason, for some reason, that I cannot explain. I need someone with a better... Um, movie IQ to explain this. But both times I watched those movies for the first time, I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And then as I continue to watch them more and more, for reasons I don't know, like like I never rewatch movies is it's I actively try not to. I rewatched both those movies multiple times. And like as I continue to watch them they continue to get funnier. Like I, I get more caught up in like the minutia of the ridiculousness. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? All right, like so for example, Napoleon Dynamite, all, all the outlandish shit in that fucking movie cuz it's just a ridiculous movie. Like the part that ha- kills me the most for some reason is that my man is doing the fucking Future Farmers of America competition. He drinks the milk and mm-hmm. he's like this one has bleach and they're like yes. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> like they just let this kid drink bleach like what the fuck? And then the, the next one he drinks he's like This one tastes like the cow got into an onion patch. And they're like, correct. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, like those, Uh that's, like, there's the bigger ridiculous shit, right? Of, like, him threatening other voters with, like, Pedro's fucking gangster cholo. Like, low-riding, like, cousins. But, like... That's not as funny as the smaller, more like smaller ridiculous things to me, and I think that's what happened in Hot Rod. Like, there's him fucking up a jump and like landing awkwardly, and it's funny. But Mm. like, I I get more caught up in like the small things. Like he in Hot Rod, he's trying to train for his stunts, and he's trying to work on like his lungs in some manner. And he's like, Mm. "Just hold me underwater in this pool. I have a string and a tiny little bell, and I'll I'll shake it, like." just hold me under cuz i'm gonna try to naturally resist but don't let up until i ring this bell right mm-hmm. the moment they put him under water the string comes loose and so they just keep holding him under like like the string immediately comes off and they just hold him under and it's just like like he like goes unconscious and it's just the idea that like if this was your safety measure like your only safety measure was that like this little string that immediately came off like you couldn't have even knotted it it's like the yeah. smaller minutiae
1: is what's hilarious to me
0: um yeah
1: and even like the little like um just like bizarre lines where he goes man uh what does he say god a pool is a perfect place to hold water man he goes, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <what? laughs> oh, god. It's just like little lines like that where you just go like What? (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about? Mm, Uh, The pool is the perfect place to
0: hold water. But uh but yeah. I I need someone that's like that can tell me why those movies work, even though I feel like the first time I've watched any of them, I'm like, this shit's stupid. And like (laughs) like I immediately come back. Mm. Um but yeah. Uh anyways, how to with John Wilson? Not that. Uh, how's it with John Wilson's ten out of ten banger straight from the start?
1: Yeah, Spider Man's five out of five. John Wilson's ten out of ten. Um, I also watched uh how we uh, what we do in the shadows season three. That was still pretty good. I you know if you like the first seasons, first two seasons, watch that. I watched uh Don't Look Up, the movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. I okay. saw I was getting a little bit of hate on Twitter, like people saying oh, sure. it was heavy handed, which it is. But I think and it's it's angry about like climate change and stuff. But I think its anger is in the right place, and I think some people I, I thought and everybody every human who i've talked to in person about it has said that they've enjoyed it and liked it so i think it's like one of those cases where i think maybe just twitter just doesn't like adam mckay and they were a little bit mean on it but i i i thought it was fine it it just needed to cut about 30 minutes i think it was like it's just for for what it's trying to say keep it at two hours keep it light like it was two and a half it's like all right no um and then finally i watched the matrix matrix resurrections um which um i've seen it's a been a little bit of a polarizing reception on twitter i liked it fine i was kind of smack dab in the middle maybe more toward positive um i loved where it went i loved the meta stuff early on i loved the the final action scene i will say i would have probably loved it a whole star more if the action would have been a little better um but as it is it's about i I think i gave it a three and a half on my twitter okay on On a letter
0: grade what would you give it if you had to give it like a like a c plus uh uh, a minus what, what do you think you would give it
1: I think what, what I think my my thing is um, let me see four B B plus three and a half. so maybe like a B okay I think all if right. I, I think if I've said that if I've if I've done it correctly it's a five is an A four and a half is a minus four is B plus three and a half is B,
0: so B okay yeah so I think uh, my dad seen it I have and he gave it a B minus um, but mm. he, he didn't seem to dislike it he was just like it was alright. Um, uh, so I, I, I haven't watched it. I don't know when I'll watch it. I would love to, but you know, it's just uh, amongst the other things that I'm considering watching. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know where it falls in line.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of movies, I mean, of the, th- of the stuff I've wa- I've talked about definitely Spider-Man, definitely know, uh, you know, how to a John Wilson, um, it's kind of on the same as don't look up for me honestly like I know some people who love it like they fucking love it like they're like I've seen it two or three times I fucking love it Um, but I wasn't on that boat so I think it's it's really like if you were like alright don't look up or the Matrix I'd be like just I would really be like flip a coin Let's see how you're feeling that day that's about it right um, it almost
0: might I feel like that answer would come down to like how do you feel about the Matrix franchise as a whole like are you super into it then like probably that one but otherwise yeah. like it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah
1: and I do want to rewatch it. I, I, I didn't get a chance to see it. I saw it with, the, with I didn't get, I didn't see it with Sydney. I watched it with a friend. Um, so I do want to rewatch it with her and watch it on HBO max. Cause it's on HBO max until the end of the, January. So I do want to watch it just to be like, you know, maybe I'm missing something. Cause mm-hmm. the people I trust, there's two critics who I trust like co- totally and completely, um, who fucking love it. Like they are like, it's one of the best of the year. So maybe I, I, I do want to give it one more chance to be like, maybe I missed something that first time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'll I'll see if I have some time to squeeze it in with Sydney before the month ends.
0: All right. Um, one thing I yeah. want to touch on super briefly before we move on to our like kind of last topic is I uh, I started playing a game called Persona Five. Um, mm-hmm. It is in the PlayStation Plus collection, so uh, anybody with a PS5 should have it for free. I don't know if that play- I don't think the PlayStation Plus collection is available on the PS4. I actually I don't know like how that works. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's specifically like oh you have a PS5 here are some games. I think,
1: well, I used to get some free games every month when I had my PS4, but it might have been something else. Oh,
0: well, this is, it's, uh it's not like the PS Plus games of the month. It's not one of those. Okay. It is one of those, like, it, the one that has, like, Days Gone, God of War. You know that, like, yeah. when mm-hmm. you start up your PS5, there's that, like, collection of, like, 20 games. It has, like, maybe an older Ratchet and Clank game in there. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, like, PS4 games that they feel like. You know, or an experience, a Sony experience. By here, are the different games we've offered. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's in there, so it's free for anybody that has a PS5 for sure. I maybe on the PS4, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's an RPG. Um, it's it does this weird mashup of like, Man, it it is like. A Final Fantasy type game. Like you have party members. They each like kind of have their own thing going on. And uh, you know they. It's a turn based battle system. So it kind of feels like that. Um, It has these moments of like. Almost like. uh, Pokemon is just going to be the most accessible version of it. Which is like. You have these. uh, Things that help you out in battle. And like. As you're going through an area. You can find them. And you can make them your own and they can help you in your fight. So it's kind of like Pokemon, but like, it's not, I don't want to say it's Pokemon because like, it's not like you just get these things and they fight for you. It's not like that. You know what I mean? Like it's still you, you still like equip your gear. It's just Mm -hmm. that you have like the summons that you get, like you can summon this creature for a turn or to use some of its attacks. If your attacks aren't strong or whatever. Um, Yeah. So it's got like those two things. And then it also has like this weird little, like, Social aspect to it, and I don't mean social as in like playing with other people. I mean like mm-hmm. your characters are high school kids, and so like you have to like work on. There's like five social stats, which like kind of play into things. So like the the number one example I can give you, um, mm-hmm. a guy hands you something, uh, like you have to go to the shady spot to without trying to spoil anything you go to the shady spot to get a weapon right and you're a high school kid um and he he hands you a bag and he's like here hold this for me and then as you go to walk out some cops walk in and like they're talking to this guy that owns this shop that's in the shady area and like you just leave with the thing that's in the bag and later you look and the thing that's in the bag is, you know, obviously criminal in or in in nature. Um, mm-hmm. but it could help you. But when the guy hands you the bag, he says like don't look in that bag. Like that, just don't look in it. Just I need you to take this. Cuz like he his shadiness is kind of helping you out and so so he's got like a mutual trust here. He's like, "Look, I'm helping you out, you help me out. Take this bag. Don't look in it. Don't worry about what it is." Um and so you, you know, you can go back and obviously your character looks in the bag later and sees what it is and it is useful to you and so like but you have to talk to the guy to try and get it and so when you go to talk to the guy one of the one of your social stats is guts right like your courage basically um and like when you go to talk to him it's like your your guts rating isn't high enough to ask about the thing in the bag because you weren't supposed to look so basically you're too nervous to like talk about it so it's like this weird thing where it's like these like kind of funny social stats of like your knowledge and like you take an exam in school and if you do better your knowledge gets higher you know what i mean and like that will allow you to do other things that like indirectly affect like the battle part which is almost completely separate from the social part it's Mm -hmm. really and it's super stylized um I enjoyed a bunch. I've been super into it since I started it. I would definitely uh, currently recommend it. Um, nice. If you're yeah. into that kind of thing at all, uh, I think. Yeah. And even if you're I not, I'm, I would play it for a little bit just to see. You know what I mean? Like, j- just so you could see, like, how crazy and fucking out there this thing is. Um, but it's, it's I think it's pretty fun. It's got a like little bit of a zany sense of humor with it. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend it. That's Persona 5.
1: Nice. Yeah, I definitely think um I will download it, you know, just or to like, you know, add it to my library so I can download it whenever, but um yeah, I I it sounds interesting and I definitely want to play it. Also, I definitely need to switch Oh, go ahead. I just yeah, I definitely need to, you know, eventually switch up game types because I'm going from, you know, RPG, I'm still on on uh, Odyssey and then my next game is going to be um Horizon and then for Christmas I got uh, Mass Effect, the remastered one. So oh, it's just to okay. be like RPGs all the way. Mm. Where I'm just like, oh god. And this Plan is and this is
0: technically an RPG. Like I, I think by default of the nature, like it's an RPG. But it's 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 a JRPG. You know what I mean? Which is like it, it's it's the same, but it's definitely different. You know what I mean? Like they mm. they do things very differently than they you do in your typical Western RPG, like you know Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. horizon those it's, it's just a very yeah. different experience altogether um so yeah definitely i would say give that a shot um also do not confuse that with the free game for january which is persona 5 uh fucking i don't know like showdown or strikers or something because that is a, a combination of two different types of games that are using the like there's a game called dynasty warriors and it's like it, it's just it's weird own little genre basically Like, there have been seven of them made. And there's a Dynasty Warriors Warriors series. Um, They play different than any other game. Like, it's just a whole weird experience. It's like its own genre. But, like, other games, like, there is a Zelda um, Hyrule Warriors game, which is basically if we took the Hyrule Warriors genre, and then put it in Legend of Zelda, right? Like, mm-hmm. and this is the Persona 5 version of that. Like, the free game for this month is, like, the Persona 5 version of Dynasty Warriors. So don't play mm-hmm. that until you've at mm-hmm. least played this, because I heard that originally this Dynasty Warriors one was just going to be this, like, fun little cheeky add-on, and then they just mm-hmm. got way too in-depth with it, and they're like, fuck it, it's, like, kind of a sequel now, we'll just make it its own <laughs> separate game. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, I, just don't play that one first, <laughs> is, is my only, uh, suggestion there. <laughs> and also, I assume you're just gonna be mad fucking confused about everything. Um, uh, I'm just like, um, am I missing, did I, did I put in
1: the wrong disc? Am I missing like, a, Tyler like, told did we play ahead of me?
0: Tyler told me it was Sims mixed with Pokemon, mixed with Final Fantasy, and this shit is like a hack and slash, what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, cause that's the confusion that would occur. <laughs> but anyways, that's a Persona Five. So the thing we want to talk about uh, very clearly before we get two things uh, before we we end this week, um, okay. let's hit the quick one first, just because I okay. it's uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Um, but basically, fo- college football, right? Because I wanted Michigan and Cincinnati to win so we could finally have someone different, and the national championship is. Alabama and Georgia, bro, this shit's fucking <laughs> there's no fucking point in college football, bro. I
1: like now, did I I was watching the Georgia Michigan game at you know it was the, the um, New Year's Eve thing so it was on New Year's Eve, which is dumb. They should have it on New Year's mm-hmm. Day, but whatever. It was on New Year's Eve and I, you know, I was just kind of like peripherally watching it and it just looked like men against boys. right? Like just Georgia was just like every time they ran it 8 yards a pop, anytime that a uh, Michigan running back tried to go around the edge, he just got fucking slammed. Like it's just like Like there's levels, right? Right. Somebody I forget who was I think it was Dragonfly Jones or somebody was like, don't, do do not come into this game with Lyman who haven't eaten grits with their hands. (laughs) Like don't like that's there's levels, right? Like these guys are different. Like the guys in Alabama and Georgia, the guys those guys get, they're not the guys. I will say
0: Cincinnati held up a little better than. Than like Michigan did for sure. Cincinnati's defense actually looked legit. Like Cincinnati's defense looked like it should have been there. You know what I mean? I mean they definitely got scored on a bunch, but like it's Alabama, it's gonna happen. But like they they just couldn't fucking they couldn't do anything on offense. Their shit was right. Right. You're
1: not gonna beat them with field goals, and it's just like. And it's, it's one of those things like, if Michigan, you're Michigan, on the other
0: hand, just looked like they were getting fucking rocked across the destroyed, board. destroyed, dude.
1: And it, and it must be so hard, right? Because that's, like, the best team that they've had, basically, right. since Harbaugh's been there. And you go into the thing, and you're like, all right, let's do this. Like, let's let's fucking, like, make something happen. It's the best season we've had in, like, 20 years. Let's you hard
0: go hard. into that game thinking, there's no reason we can't. And, and like... there's and a, give them a fight, There's right? a million reasons you can't, bro. <laughs> just
1: fucking smacked. Yeah, dude. And so... Um, it's, you know, uh, it's kind of like, um, in 20, I think it was, tw- so it was 20 New Year's Eve, 2016, Alabama played Washington and Washington was undefeated, right? Like yeah. they had Chris Peterson, the guy who used to be a Boise state, right? Best season in, 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 in school history, undefeated PAC 12 champs. Like, let's go. And then go in, th- they go in there and I'm pretty sure I am 99% sure that they just like beat them. Like. Twenty-four to zero, um, and so you go like, dude, like like twenty-four to seven. They beat them twenty-four yep. to seven, and you just go like. And
0: Washington scored seven oh. in the first quarter, and then proceeded to not score the rest of
1: the game. Exactly, dude. And then you just go like, that's the best season we've had ever, and that's the best we do, right? Like, and I'm sure that's you know, the quarterback
0: and, went twenty for thirty-eight with 150 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Like, that's not a great game for Washington.
1: No. It's just fun. and it just sucks, right? And they just yeah. go well that's it right it's kind of like how i know last year i forget or maybe the year before yeah when last year early last year maybe toward the end when i was talking about how disheartening it must be for somebody like butler to have come up twice you know second place in the tournament in the basketball tournament because that's it right like that right. That, that that that's it you will never be there again i i bet it on the on my life like you, Tyler. you can come and kill me if this <laughs> happens but butler will never be in the final four ever 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 again ever and if they are, you can come to my house and shoot me. Because that's never, ever, ever going to happen. So I feel like that's the same for Washington, right? Like, if you go, oh, we're going to get in the college playoffs. Like, let's go. We're going to be back in a couple years. And they haven't been since. And the the Chris Peterson's gone. So, like, that's it, right? And so if you're Michigan, you're like, that's it? Like, <laughs> what happens next year? Like, is Harbaugh the answer? Like, fuck, right? And it's kind of like, you know, you saw the tweet from Bomani Jones where he's like, sometimes, you know, you just got to deal with what you got, right? Like, if you got...
0: Yeah, I mean, like...
1: You gotta be okay with, you know, going 10-2 and and winning the Sugar Bowl or some other shit bowl. The same
0: way we... Yeah, the same way we kind of shit on, like, some teams for going through a million coaches because they expect more, and it's like, you know, sometimes you are what you are. You know what I mean? Like, Indiana's had some big years, but, like, you know, Indiana's not... They're not Duke. You know what I mean? so, like, if you're Michigan, like, you're... I guess the difference is Michigan kind of used to be, you know what I mean, it is a little mm-hmm. bit of the difference, but like, you know, Michigan, you're, you're just, you're not Alabama. You're not Georgia. Like the, you're, the Ohio State and Clemson are probably the only ones that are close. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. to, and so it's just like, you know, other, other, if you're not one of those four schools, like, you know, just be happy to be there. But like, that's not the spirit of the, sports you know what i mean your net right the whole point of making the playoffs is not to just be happy to be there you know what i mean so it's like right fuck what do you do like i like are you, are you happier there is it still just like fuck this we need to
1: do better you know what i mean because we got close <laughs> right exactly yeah and so i think um yeah i i I think eventually we'll crack. No, nothing lasts forever. You know, Alabama was great however many years ago. And then they were shit up until Saban. Um, Clemson was shit up until Dabo. Right. And I think Georgia was just fine under Mark. Wright, But you know, under Kirby smart, he's actually taken them to the playoffs and to the national championship twice. So, um, nothing lasts forever, even though it might seem like it. And Alabama is probably the closest thing we have to forever. But I think, you know, eventually Saban isn't going to recruit the same. He'll have some down years. Right. Right. Um, but you know, for right now, it's more of the same. I do think. Um, who do you have winning on Monday? I guess uh, this is weird. I kind of hope Alabama. I guess like uh, for some reason, I just don't really like Georgia. I don't know why. Like I yeah, I just I I, I want Georgia to win. I but I think Alabama will win. But the reason I want Georgia to or the reason I want Georgia to win is just because. Them losing in 2018 on that Tua pass in the overtime after they were up I think by 10 late you just go like dude and then them being like those so dominant all season this year right like they're like one of the best defenses ever and then in the SEC championship Georgia just fucking gets smacked by Alabama you right and you just go like dude like this monkey on your back man it's a gorilla right like it's (laughs) like it's you like you you have to like if you don't beat Alabama here like Kirby Smart like change your name to you know nick, Saban, Jr. nick saban's baby boy right? <laughs> He owns you, right? like it's just like i would feel so bad for him i mean you know he makes millions of dollars and he fucking has one of the best teams ever and he's probably an asshole in real life but i feel kind of bad for him <laughs> if he loses so i'm hoping that georgia wins and i have a, a close friend who is a georgia alum and i know 2018 was particularly rough on her so um I hope they win for her, but we'll see. I think I just
0: figured out the way to explain why I want Alabama to win. So I think, like, I want the Cinderella story, right? But, like, Georgia's mm-hmm. not really a Cinderella story. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I think at that point, I just want to see the sustained greatness for longer. You know what I mean? Like, like No, okay. Does that yeah, make sense? I know what you mean. Like, yes, like No,
1: yeah. I, I've had that feeling before. Um, When was it? It was, like, something similar to that where i was like i want to see the the end of it like oh gonzaga last year when they were undefeated i wanted them to be baylor because i was like i want to see the undefeated season right right like i want in and, and as much as i love you know the pats losing to eli because Eli's so fucking goofy it would have been so cool to have seen a team go 18 and 0 right
0: yeah so like the the patriots are like a prime example and that's actually what i was thinking even with tom brady mm-hmm. is just like there's a certain level of Fuck, man, like, I, I want Tom Brady to lose to, like, the fucking Jets or Jacksonville. But, like, at a certain point, like, if it's Tom Brady versus fucking who, who else is close. Um, uh,
1: like, like,
0: uh,
1: like, uh, Josh football. Allen? Yeah.
0: Nah, because I think the, the Bills have been in obscurity for so long. I guess, like, Tom Brady, or even maybe Green Bay, like, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, like, I I feel like i might would root for Tom Brady. Like, Aaron Rodgers has already established himself as, like, one of the, like, best. But, like, so it's not like a Cinderella story if Aaron Rodgers wins, right? You know what I mean? Like, at some point, fuck it, bro. How many rings can Tom Brady get? How many more records can my records break? (laughs) More records. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? Um, (laughs) But, like, but, yeah, there's just something about, like, seeing just the greatness continue. And I think that's what I'm looking for out of this. Like... Cincinnati is a Cinderella story. You know what I mean? Like Michigan is a Cinderella story because everybody was saying like, "Oh, it's horrible." You know what I mean? Like, like those if those come through, it's like, "Oh, that's huge." But then if it's just fucking Alabama and Georgia, you motherfuckers play each other every fucking year in the SEC championship game. (laughs) I don't give a shit about this. Just (laughs) give me give fucking Nick Saban another championship. Fucking exactly. I just want to see how many he can get to. You know what I mean? Right. So I can say uh, I was
1: there. I was alive when that happened. Right.
0: Right, there was this bastard named Nick Saban who just <laughs> fucking recruited the best players all the time, ruined college football. Um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of where I'm at. Um, cool. But speaking of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, the Bills, yeah, uh, let's move to uh, a quick little touch on our uh, our NFL predictions uh, that yeah. started back in August.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the playoffs start. This ne- next weekend, so right before you re- listen to this, so it's kind of hard because we, like we can't talk about who's like in the playoffs. I think most of the spots are taken. I think a few of them are still up. I think the last two or maybe one or two are up for grabs. Um And I think the and there's still is some up.
0: positioning. Yeah, there's still some right, exactly. Yeah, the
1: Cowboys there. could rise, they could drop, or you know, basically, what is it, five through seven could be mixed up somehow. So it's it's hard to to say, oh, you know, this team's gonna beat that team. But I, you know, we have an idea of the teams that are in. Um so we can talk about you know our Super Bowl picks. I mm-hmm. definitely um you know want to talk about them now because I feel like if we do it right before the Super Bowl it'll be a situation or maybe we I, I think by then there might be because it's two weeks we might be able to yeah. make our prediction thing but um we can't because of the way the schedule is set up first record it's kind right. of hard to be like this week we're gonna talk about boom 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 you know and it'll be like right. before it happens right um but you know we can talk about our picks that we had back in august you know we okay. both made our selections as to who we thought was gonna make it and you are actually both of yours are still alive and mm-hmm. only one of mine is alive yeah um so i had the packers and the ravens and so the ravens of course are not in but the packers are and they're the number one seed so so yep. far so good and uh, you had
0: i had the chiefs and the rams and the rams are in but they're they're i think projected to go to the five seed um and i think the uh the chiefs are projected at the two so even though the, but i will say i think even though the titans are uh i think are most likely to get the number one seed i think the chiefs are kind of still favored uh out of the yeah. afc um mm-hmm. so i do think that we have both managed to get the two favorites out of each conference right like, right. like you right. got the packers who i think are probably viewed as the favorites and i got the chiefs who are probably viewed as the favorites out of the afc Right, and um, I do
1: think the Ravens would have snuck in. I think, the, you know, th- there were three games this year where that were at the end, they went for two to try to win it,
0: yeah. and
1: they only got one out of those three. So, you know, if they get those other two, they sneak in. I think Lamar's been out, I think, the last four or five weeks now. um, And, you know, their whole fucking, their defense, I think one of the stock corners is just, corners. Been... It's just like fucked up with injuries like the running backs i think by the time when i made this election i think all three of their running backs were, were, were yeah. gone and so yeah i was about to say
0: like i know at one point they picked up fucking mark ingram and then he was hurt i was like god damn yeah. it was like because they picked up mark ingram and in fantasy i was like all right let's go i fucking snagged him and then he was hurt i was like and god then, yeah. damn mm-hmm. it
1: before one game yeah i think they had like Devontae freeman and they had a uh, who's that guy um uh, latavius murray like they it was just like a rotating door there and i mean the fact that they were still in this like, they, i think they just got eliminated this past week they were like i think they're what seven and nine or seven eight or whatever. They're basically close to 500. The fact that they were able to even get to that with all those injuries and with Lamar being out is super impressive. Um, and I do think they would have made some noise if they would have made it to the playoffs. But, uh, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that neither one of these is like, Nope, they're two and 14 at this point. Fuck or whatever, you know? Right. Um, but uh, yeah, you're just, to, you know, we can wrap up the subject and say, are your picks still the same or? no, um so I think I, I think I'll stick with the Chiefs.
0: Okay. Um but I think I have to go with the Packers. Uh okay. The thing is I think I think the Rams are now stuck in the the weird in between territory of being like
1: they're one of those teams that
0: you definitely don't want to play going into the playoffs, which is great considering that like the the uh, I saw a thing a guy, uh, thing where a guy did like a simulation. The Cowboys are most likely to draw the Rams, so fucking thumbs up for that. But yeah. like to me, I feel like the Rams are one of those teams. Where it's like I don't really want to play them. Like I don't think I don't think they're gonna win the division. But I just I'm like fuck. They got a lot of weapons, and when they're playing well, they are very good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. It's like God, I just don't want to fucking play the Rams, but here we are. Uh, I saw that out of the projection or the simulations the guy did, we were mm-hmm. most likely to either play the Rams or the Cardinals, and both of those teams. It's like, man, I don't really want to play. I don't want to I'd rather play the Rams,
1: honestly. <laughs> fucking yeah. Kyler Murray, that little shit. He's <laughs> just so nifty back there. Um, that I don't want to play him again. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I think mine are still the same. Well, the Packers. I think unfortunately, I do think the Packers make it through, and mm-hmm. then on the AFC. Um, I'm gonna shake shit up and go with the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Okay, okay. I say Joey, Joey Burrow is picking up at the right time. His wide receivers are in sync. Um, Jamar Chase is ridiculous. Um, yeah. so that that'll be my wild like prediction, right? Like Packers. Your dark horse. The dark horse, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with that, and I'm gonna go with Packers just because they've been to the national to the AFC champ- the NFC championship. I think the last two years, mm-hmm. and I think if it's three, that will be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I was talking to um, my friend's dad about Matt Lafleur, the coach for the Packers, and just how nuts it is. Like, s- sort of hit the start of his career. So he is, he's been there. He's this is his third year as a coach. He mm-hmm. is 39 and nine. As a coach, he went thirteen and three, 13 and three, and this year he's thirteen and three. So he could end up this Sunday being forty and nine at the end of his first year, or at the end of his uh first his, three um, years, third years, which is nuts, dude. Yeah, That's that is crazy, insane. That like point eight one three, like those are like Coach K, Roy Williams' winning percentages, right? Like,
0: yeah, it just reminded me. This, this is like super, like kind of off. Topic, but I just wanted to touch on it because you brought it that I was talking to my dad, John Madden. Dad, rest in peace to John Madden. Mm-hmm. But like, I read a thing that was like, out of coaches with at least it was either I think it was a hundred games, John Madden has the highest winning percentage of any coach with at least a hundred games. And what boggled me the most about that is like, I feel like every time there's a best coach of all time discussion, I've never once heard John Madden's name in there. But that motherfucker has the highest. It's above Vince (laughs) Lombardi, bro. And it's not like he's above Vince Lombardi, but he played fewer games and just barely made the cut. I think he straight up has more wins. Like, I think he has a higher percentage and also more wins than Vince Lombardi, the guy who has the goddamn Super Bowl trophy named after him. (laughs) And his name never comes up with best coaches of all time. What the
1: fuck? That's kind of nuts, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's just because everything else around him sort of right. Like he was such that. a great like, broadcaster, broad... and then right because he's like one of the best coaches whole... of all time. But he's like yeah. the best broadcaster of all time, and he like his the, the whole idea of like sports video games pretty much is founded on his back. So I think it's like, oh yeah, he's also one of the greatest coaches of all times. By the I'm way, like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like I heard that stat, and I
0: was like, bullshit. And then like they pulled up the list, and I was like, god damn, son, what the fuck? <laughs> Mm. It's just such a crazy thing. Um like I said, the dude has the dude in second place is the guy with the Super Bowl's named after. And like it, this guy doesn't fucking ever seem to get in the conversation. It's just a wild thing. And fucking who knows, maybe Matt LaFleur is on his way. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Matt LaFleur? He initiated a VR football. And- <laughs> VR he was- <laughs> football.
0: <laughs> he was the one that got started on the NFL NFTs. Um <laughs> You uh, joke, but geez. that could be the future. Stop! Unfortunately, it. no, <laughs> fucking bro. I can't. Yeah. <sighs> there's a dude at my work who every time he he listens to this podcast, sometimes he'll know I'm talking about him if he hears this. There's a dude at <laughs> my work that constantly brings up NFTs, and I'm like, stop, it's a scam. <laughs> stop. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, shit. Um. No. But yeah, so there's that. Um. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up the episode? Um nope that was it. Go right. Bengals I guess. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, bro. I chose the Chiefs, but if the Bengals end up in there, I'm rooting for them. Like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna buy a Bengals
1: jersey. I'm I probably like not jumper. gonna buy a Bengals jersey. No. But like, <laughs> what they I need look to concerned. do, dude, you know, it will be fucking cold. Not you know because they said next year they're gonna be able to do the the helmet switch again. So you mm-hmm. you know the Cowboys are gonna be able to do that sweet uh, turkey. Uh, turkey I read right, already turkey. The sweet Thanksgivings. You know the uniforms, the blue ones with the white yeah. star. Oh, those are in the white show. Those are so fucking cool, man. Those are so nice. But I was going to say, now that they can do that, one day the Bengals come out wearing all whites, like a white tiger, like all white socks yeah. and yeah, pants with the it. black, with the white, with the black lines. Oof, that'd be fucking cold, man. On like a oh, snowy day. Mm! I'm a Bengals no, fan that would, on that day. <laughs> that would that would be kind of tight.
0: Yo, Bengals fans got to be fucking trembling in their boots at the fact that my man Joe Burrow said the reason that his team hasn't caught COVID <laughs> is because there ain't shit to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, my God. Every Bengals fan is like, oh, fuck,
1: he's leaving. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to keep him until he has a kid. We got to keep him. When he gets married, we got to get him locked down. He's not going to want to go out if he has kids and stuff.
0: Uh Jesus, I mean, it was like there ain't shit to do here, so we uh we all just kinda stay inside and stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh, sad times. Um uh, but yeah, so that's the episode for this week. Uh if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter.
1: And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram.
0: You can catch the podcast directly at diffanimalspod Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us directly. differentanimalspodcast podcast at gmail.com As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.